0: Hello my diamonds. Welcome to episode 28 Nation of Diamonds with me Sabrina Victoria as your host. Today I want to talk about the importance of failing. Yes you heard me right. Failing and why it is something you must have in your life. Join me. I'm 35 years old. I am just recently single. I was pregnant out of wedlock when I was 20 years old. Gave birth to my beautiful son when I was 21. I do not own a house. I do not own a car. In America, I feel as if I would be considered a failure. Um, I have carried this uh, thought around with me for years Um, It is something that weighed heavy on my soul, heavy on my mind, heavy on my body for many, many years. The interesting thing about this and the reason that I bring this up is because I am just now probably within the last five years uh, realizing that each thing that I considered a mistake or a failure in my life has actually been the single most uh, secretive or sneaky (laughs) uh, thing um, that has helped me uh, grow my confidence, my strength, uh, and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it. I can think back even to, um, you know, with my parents, living with my parents and, um, you know, getting in trouble for, you know, silly things that parents get mad at you at not cleaning, not staying organized, whatever it was. And I remember feeling like they're always mad. You know, I'm such a failure. I'm never good enough. I'm never perfect enough. And now I look back and I see my work ethic, um, and it I am literally blown away by how true it is that you have to fail in life in order to finally succeed. All the failures that you go through are ultimately the very things. That help you succeed. Um, There's this quote that many people know. It's not really a quote, but kind of the fact of uh, Thomas Edison and the light bulb, you know, and it's often said that Thomas Edison failed 1000 times before successfully inventing the prototype for the light bulb. And, uh, you know, according to, you know, an article that I read, when Edison was asked, how he felt about the 1,000 failures. Um, Edison replied with, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention of 1,000 steps. See, if we allow failure to define us, it will surely destroy us. But if you embrace your failure and look at it as an opportunity that you are learning from, You will grow and you will prosper from it. We often actually learn very little from our successes. The learning actually comes from the failures. And this is something that I literally, within the last handful of years, have truly, truly been able to embrace and see. Um, I really believe that the earlier in life that you can come to terms with the fact that life is all about failing, the earlier in life you will begin to succeed. See, I didn't start to see this or understand this until I was 30. And it's taken me five years to really come to grips and see the light That is within me. And I wish and I truly hope that more people earlier in life will be able to view their failures as actually something that's good. Um, Failing helps you realize your true potential. It will make you realize what you're actually capable of. Um, I was on a bike ride with my son uh, a few weeks ago and I had <clears throat> at, well actually beforehand I had gone into his room and I had said, "Hey, you want to go for a 20-mile bike ride?" My son's 13. You know, the most we probably go is 10 miles tops and that's 5 miles to a park, play for a while, and then 5 miles back. We've never really done anything more than that in one long span. So, When I came to him, he definitely was not, you know, super excited about it, but I kind of coaxed him and said, you know what? Let's just do this. Let's see. Let's go on an adventure. Let's try it out. Right? So right around mile seven, we come to a stop, a stoplight and we're stopped and I could tell my son was visibly irritated. So I said, hey, listen, why don't I get out my phone and I'll GPS exactly how much, how many miles are left, thinking that this would be a relief to him. Like, oh, there's only three miles left or there's only four miles left. We've gone such and such amount of miles. So I get out my phone. I GPS it to the destination that we're going to. And it shows that we have just over four miles. So I show up my phone. I said, look, we have just over four miles. We're more than halfway there. And all of a sudden, my son's face goes from slightly irritated to visibly like upset and sad, like to the point where he looked like he was going to cry. And my heart immediately dropped. Immediately, I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mom ever. I'm horrible. I'm making my 13 year old son. Again, ride his bike for nine or 10 miles in one direction. We're going to grab a little snack and then head back nine or 10 miles. Is this too much for him? Am I expecting too much from him? Um, But I, I ignored it. And we, you know, the stoplight turned colors and we went across. And as we're going for a few more seconds, my concern as a mother then changed to rage. I got mad. And I got mad because, you know, when we're at home, just like any kid, you know, uh, when I was growing up, when we would stay at home, my sister and I would watch TV at our downtime. And we probably watched a lot of TV. And, you know, in today's day and age, my son is on YouTube a lot. He watches YouTube um, every single day for probably about an hour or two. And I was thinking in my head, like, this kid is totally fine as long as he's just sitting, not being bothered by anyone and watching YouTube, which is exactly the way my sister and I were growing up. <laughs> Needless to say, it's probably something that uh, a lot of parents deal with. But anyways, in my head, I was like, this is bullcrap. Like, I'm not going to raise a lazy kid. You know, my kids got to work just like I worked. And I wanted to snap at him. I wanted to be like, listen, we're going to do this. You better shape up your attitude. You know, I'm trying to teach you a lesson here. I'm trying to grow your confidence and grow your strength and make you realize what you're capable of. And I had this whole lecture that I was going to spout out to him once we got to, the, um, to our destination. Now, the last four miles were probably the most, oh, uh, I had, you had to have a lot of patience, let's say that. He was going so slow. Um, He was literally pedaling like one mile an hour. Um, I was getting so frustrated, but I kept breathing, right? Um, Kept uh, reiterating to myself what the point of this was. Um, And we got to our destination very slowly. Um, I had to do a lot of deep breathing. I had to do a lot of, um, you know, self-reflection on my past and how I was when I was younger. And we got to our destination and I had this whole thing lined up. I was going to set him aside. I was going to say, listen, you know, I don't appreciate the attitude. I'm trying to whatever, you know, and, and, and spout out all the things that I'm trying to teach him as a parent, my duties, right? We get to the place. And I put my bike against a pole. He puts his bike against the pole and I look up at him. He's totally fine. And then he asked me, he's like, Hey mom, do you, can we, um, you know, lock our bikes together? Um, you know, or we can lock my bike, the bikes together with my lock. And I said, okay, yeah, sure. No problem. He's like, okay, I'll do it. Totally fine. So, I kept my mouth closed. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Like I was expecting to show up at the place and he would just be in tears and he would be frustrated and attitude-y. He was totally fine. So we went to the little, we went to a little farmer's market. That was our destination. We each got a little like muffin and a drink. I got some kombucha. He got some apple apple cider drink thingy. We sat for maybe 15 minutes, um, had our little snack and laughed and had a wonderful time, and a great time, and um, got back on our bikes, and headed back. Now, while we were sitting, I voiced the fact that we did almost 10 miles. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. We did almost 10 miles um, one way. I'm so proud of you. Fist bump, right? Totally different uh, conversation than I thought we were going to have. We got back on our bikes, headed back, Now, this was the issue. The reason it was so frustrating going there is because we were um, pedaling into the wind. So the wind was literally blasting against us the entire way there. So on the way back, the wind was going the same direction and actually pushed us forward. And we pedaled back so fast. It was unbelievable. And he even voiced it around the same time that we had stopped the first time. And he said, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we already made it this far. This is going so fast. We got back home. He was in a great mood. We fist bumped. And I basically, you know, let him know that now he knows, right, that he has the ability, if ever needed, to literally bike 20 miles. He knows he's capable of it. He is now, his confidence is up. His strength is up. He has less self-doubt in himself. And these were all things that I wanted to um, instill in him, which is the reason why I originally wanted to go on the bike ride, right? So this is the thing, on the way there, there was some failing, there was some wind, there was some resistance, he was having to um, endure, for him, for a 13-year-old, he was having to endure some pain. Now for a mother to watch, it's very frustrating, and it's very heartbreaking, and I'm sure all mothers go through a massive amount of emotions when their children look like they're hurt or they're frustrated because they want to make everything okay. But see, this is the thing that my parents did for me. And this is the thing that I will continue to do for my son. You have to make sure that there are times when your children are uncomfortable. You have to. Because that is the only way that they will truly understand their potential. You will never know what you're capable of unless you see failure. Now this is the same with you. Those of you who are not at home, who are not living with your parents, who are on your own, who are mothers like myself, there's going to be more failure. But you will never ever know how strong you are until you get through the turmoil, that's why the um, the saying exists. You know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That is actually one hundred percent true. You just have to take the right approach to make the most of your failures. You have to observe your mistakes and do your best to avoid them in the future, but use them to your advantage. Feeling will also teach you to find alternatives, other ways of doing things, other ways of accomplishing things. See, once you know all the ways that don't work, you can cross those off your list and you will get closer and closer to the things that do work. Making a mistake is not bad. But repeating the same mistakes over and over again, that's when you really need to start to question yourself, right? The definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. If you're not happy in your life, if you're somewhat depressed, if you're going through some turmoil, some stuff, what are you doing that you can alter, that you can change? Can you change your diet? Can you change your sleeping habits? Can you change your atmosphere? Can you change your relationship? Can you change your job? Now, you're not going to be able to change everything, but there will be things that you have control over as the owner of your world, your bubble, your universe, that you can alter to bring yourself closer to whatever you're trying to accomplish at that time or at that moment or that passion or that goal. See, failures are there to tell you that you've been following the wrong path and that your strategy that you're on right now is failing. It's flawed. So whatever you're doing right now, if you're feeling not fulfilled, if you're feeling like you're on a a path of of bad, a path of wrong, a path of failing, you need to look up, you need to open your eyes and figure out what you're doing and what you can change. See, what you're doing right now is causing failure. But you have the opportunity every single day, which is what I say, to change. Make some adjustments. You will always get another chance to succeed. As long as you wake up the very next day, you have another chance to succeed. People who give up after failing... Never will succeed in life. Never. If you fail and then you give up, you just decide to sit in bed all day, curl up, close your eyes, give up, there will be no success. It's not until you put your both feet on your ground and you try again will success be able to come to you you got to learn to grow. We can't learn and grow without mistakes. We're human. All humans are imperfect. We're not robots. A bird learns to fly after falling many times. We've seen that in the movies. We've seen that in cartoons. The little bird goes to fly. He falls. The mother's there to help him. But it never gives up. See, how many times do you give a baby to walk? How many chances? When a little child, right, six months, a year, year and a half, they're all different. How many chances does a mother give its baby to walk? Does the mother say, oh, 50 times, that's it looks like you're never going to walk and she just straps the baby to her back for the rest of her life or oh 62 times you tried 62 times that's it you're a failure for the rest of your life it looks like you're going to be crawling forever nobody does that see but where's that same exact thought process when you're older See, the baby continues to try to walk and the parents encourage the baby to walk until the baby walks. Same with feeding itself. When a baby first starts to learn to feed itself, it's a freaking mess. Spaghetti everywhere, sauce everywhere, syrup everywhere. When the baby fails 42 times at feeding itself, does the mom just say, eh, Well, it looks like I'm going to have to feed you for the rest of your life. How many times have you gone to a restaurant with a 22-year-old at the uh, table and you see his mom there feeding him in front of his girlfriend? Never. Never. The child learns to feed itself after failure, after failure, after failure. Same with learning to get potty trained. Same thing. How many 22-year-olds do you see walking around in diapers, shitting itself? Never. You learn to potty train. Now, where do all of these uh, learning abilities go once you hit 18 or 19 or 20 or 30 or 35? Life is continuously pushing you and pulling you. It's all There's failure every single place. Instead of being so hard on yourself, think about it as learning to walk. How many chances did you give yourself to walk? You gave yourself as many chances as it took. As many chances as it took. And that's what you need to do with every single thing that you're doing in your life. Every goal, every passion, every opportunity, every job lost. Do it again. You do it again and you do it again and you do it again over and over until, until. There's no time limit. There's no 12 times, 52 times, 102 times. It's until. You do it until you succeed. And this is where you can learn to uncover your passion. See, when you continuously push yourself to your boundaries, make yourself uncomfortable, get uncomfortable sometimes. Force yourself to get uncomfortable. See, this is where your passions come into play. To be successful, you need to know what your passions are. And failures can help you analyze your capabilities and your interests. Every person has his or her own strengths and weaknesses and failures can help you understand who you really are and what you want to do in your life and that is when you can slowly start to find your right direction it's all a process the entire thing is a process and you need to be more patient with yourself and that is one of the greatest things that I have learned over the past 5 years is I have learned to be patient with myself and giving myself the opportunity to find out what's right for me. But you have to be a, you have to push yourself. You have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations sometimes. The key is to learn from the mistakes. There's nothing um, to feel embarrassed about. Nothing at all. Every single person fails. Any person who's trying to do something with their life will fail. If you have friends who have never failed, then they've never done anything. They've never done anything. Those are your friends that are sitting at home Netflix binging. They have a job, a dead-end job that they will never move up in. They Netflix binge all day and stuff their food, their faces full of processed foods. They don't try anything. They don't push themselves. They don't exercise. They don't, um, try to learn anything more. They don't do any self-development, nothing. Those people, right. They don't really see their whole life is a failure basically, but they don't see it because they're never pushing themselves. The key is to fail. Everyone fails. It's part of a growing and a learning. But those who fail can explore and learn more than everyone else. All great inventions are a result of a series of failed attempts. Remember, Einstein did not arrive at the theory of relativity on the first go. That's something that came over a very long span, a very long span of time. So I hope this encouraged you today, Saturday. Uh, January 27th. Thank you so much for joining me here at nation of diamonds. I was your host, Sabrina Victoria. Be sure to follow me here on soundcloud and check out all my other social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Please feel free to reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Do something awesome today. Much love. Thanks for listening for more awesome